interrupting. We're live. All right. Um, I feel right, like we're right. both like on a upbeat something <laughs> this week. It's, times um, are good. Times are good. <laughs> we've both been bragging on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. We're both doing really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, do you want to start? Give it an update? Yeah. I will start. And I was thinking about this between the last recording and now that um, I don't know how these are going to be edited together. Uh, and I hope somebody's a wizard. Um, maybe we just end up stringing them together and don't do any editing. But I. Yeah, the, the roller coaster ride has been crazy, obviously. And I think I highlighted the low points well enough, but I just had a high, meaning I had my moment. It wasn't a it wasn't a fundraising announcement. It was a I posted our growth, our revenue growth chart on Twitter on let's say Friday last week. And Super positive reception, which was really great. I think a lot of people have obviously been following the story, both on Out of Beta and on Twitter. And when they saw that we've we've grown, you know, we we grew over a hundred percent in in um, February uh, after growing like maybe ten percent the month before. So over a hundred percent in February, we grew. I want to say twenty percent ish or so in March. So it was like, oh no. But then in April, we grew another, uh, what was it? It was like 40 or 50%. I don't have the exact numbers yet. Um, which was another rebound of like, okay, big spike. Because, you know, these these percentages are harder to maintain the bigger you get. So like 100% one month, 40% in, 40 or 50% in April was about the same amount as 100% was in February. Mm-hmm. So it just creates this very nice vertical chart coming off of this long, long plateau, uh, essentially plateau. And I shared that chart with the world on Friday. I redacted the revenue numbers, some of which I've shared here on the pod, uh, but probably will be edited out. We'll see. <laughs> but it's the shape of the curve that matters. And as one of my investors said, you know, he said, we deal in, we deal in flows, not stocks. We deal in rates not constants. And what he means is like the growth rate is what matters. The shape of the curve is what matters. And your ability to sustain that shape is what matters much more than the absolute numbers. Cause it means you've built some engine or something that knows how to take, you know, something on one end and turn it into revenue growth on the other. And, you know, putting more into it then just becomes the goal. And it certainly feels like that now at summit is that we've really shifted into a a growth mindset as opposed to a fumbling around in the dark mindset. And that's probably obvious to listeners at this point, but I would say for the team sharing what I did on Friday, uh, it's May, it's May, what second today, something like that. Yeah. May 2nd. So Friday was the last business day of April sharing that on the internet. The team kind of having a weekend where we celebrated. This was the first time as a team we like looked back in the rearview mirror and reflected on the last 90 days <laughs> because it was almost like we didn't want to believe that it was working. Like we wouldn't let ourselves relax. We're like, if this is working, we need to keep the pedal down, the accelerator down all the way to the floorboard 
and not let up until we've done this two months in a row, three months in a row, right? Because momentum is everything. And so the last thing we want to do is like, we have a great February and then we relax and then we have, you know, and then it turns into a spike and we're like flat again. So we just went pedal to the metal for 90 days and finally exhaled this weekend and kind of look back at things and let ourselves celebrate a little bit and felt really good. Uh, it felt good. I, I wasn't worried about losing momentum because we had established enough inertia that even if we let ourselves do that, it wasn't going to, you know, things weren't going to fall, but just sharing with the audience, like this is the first podcast I've done with you of these ones where I wasn't like grinding my teeth <laughs> beforehand <laughs> yeah. and afterwards. It's been like, it's been that kind of stress. So not so much at the moment. Uh, and that's good. feels good. Yeah, I mean, that chart is, like, pretty spectacular. It's Thank not you. even a hockey stick. It's, like, it's just, <laughs> like, kind of like a 90-degree uh, <laughs> rise <laughs> from a flat line at the bottom. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it's kind of crazy, right? Like, and I should probably pin that to my, uh, I, I'm going to pin that and make that my new pinned, pinned to my profile one, but... It just goes vertical, you know. It's like uh, it's like the Yosemite Valley floor, and then <laughs> whoop. <laughs> and the fact that we did it three months in a row, you know, was really what got us excited. But I will say, update. Okay, that was reflection time. Update. I did two demos yesterday. One of them, one of them booked on Friday, after they saw the tweet. At the beginning of the call, he introduced himself, said he's been following Summit a long time. So the new positioning made a ton of sense to him, and he loved it. So it's like high-fiving, basically. And then we went through his use case, perfect fit. And then they agreed to a 14-day, $500 a month trial the next minute. <laughs> yeah. And this is, this is May 1st, you know? So I'm sitting here going, okay, guys, uh, good news. We've, um, we've grown like almost 10% and it's the first day of the month you know didn't it used to be $12 per month yes (laughs) yes and no like that's what we celebrated six months ago was 12 bucks a month 24 bucks a month now $500 a month trial comes in that I feel like we have a 99% chance of closing and literally the next day I'm like all right what's next you know that was like that was like 40 deals in the old world (laughs) You know, all, oh, that's like the bell ringing every day for a month, you know, uh, last, you know, six months ago. But here I am like, okay, what's next? And so it's it's really exciting. And actually that, that pairs well with we're raising money again. So take a step back. As listeners may have heard, and I don't know what I've shared, but I'm sharing it again now. We, you know, annual plans and annual payments obviously cut our burn down significantly. But I would say only maybe 20%, 30% of our new subscriptions are annual. <clears throat> the rest are monthly. Now, a monthly plan that's 500 bucks is still a nice amount of money. But it's not the same thing as $9,000, $12,000 coming in kind of thing. So so with that said, like we need to raise money again to not run out of money. However, <laughs> putting together a deck that's centered around that chart we just talked about, Obviously, that's a different. It's a, it's a game changer. You know? So, so I shared the deck out at the end of last week with with our existing investors and angels. 
we already have $110,000 out for signature. And that was just the weekend, basically a Monday. I mean, assuming it stays constant, it doesn't just disappear. The market doesn't disappear. We get to a million dollars in revenue in the next 12 to 18 months um, at this growth rate, right? And I don't mean growth percentage rate. I mean, just adding this much revenue each month. Um, so that's exciting. So it means that like, I'm not saying we're home free, <laughs> but like suddenly <laughs> I'm thinking, wow, if we just keep doing this, we don't need to raise money again. We have a seven figure SaaS. I mean, what's not to love, right? So, so that's part of it. However, I will say that all three, I pitched four angel investors on Friday and over the weekend, because uh, that's how we do in, in startup land. Um, two of them were, were really close friends. And they came back and said, uh, how big can this get? And I, I, you know, I get that question a lot as a, as a founder that pitches. And I'm going to skip the answer to that question for my update here because it's too too much to talk about. But I, I ended up answering that question in a way that they found satisfactory. Uh, and I could do a whole podcast episode about that. But one of them, both of them, but one of them in particular said, "I think you're, I think you're underestimating how big you could get this in the next 18 months." He's like, "If I were you, I would take this money, get that go-to-market perfected over the next six months." And then not because you're spending more money than you have to raise, but if you have six more months like this, he was like telling me I should go raise a significant growth round, you know, to really go after the market in the next 18 months. And I will say, I don't know where we're going to be in six months, but when he said that, it kind of crystallized my brain of like, I mean, honestly, if we do have six more months like this, yeah, it's a, it's a pretty strong argument for a larger raise where it's like, Again, we don't need the money, but if you want to help me hire a salesperson to do what I've been doing or, or spend more money on marketing because we know how to bring in inbound and outbound, sure. <laughs> you know, at that point, it's like, because his point was like, if there really are maybe 20,000 customers out there that you could go after, that you could acquire, why take 24 months to get the first 200 if you can get the first 200 in nine months, you know, I'm like, that's not a bad argument. I'm like, I, I don't have that confidence yet, but six months from now, maybe we do. And right. That's exciting. You know? Um, yeah. So what a, what a crazy world. <laughs> Just kind of, <laughs> yeah. kind of, kind of in a little bit of disbelief. I'm so excited for you guys. Like it's been, <sighs> uh, I hope that this was the, the turn the podcast would take. It is It is kind of, I don't think there's a more better, uh, there's not a more better growth story situation. Like I, I can't ask for more, like they're paying what I want them to pay. They're doing it in a time frame I'm happy with. They're buying the product we have today. The team is busy, but we're yeah, not stressed like, out. Yeah. I feel like you in December was like, you know, like, LOL, maybe we can charge like, you know, $500 a month for this. <laughs> yeah. And now it's like, that's on the low end now, like five months yeah. later. I know, exactly, exactly. That, and it's not because we're adding a bunch of features. We're just onboarding them, you know. And by the way, I'm going to say kudos to Arrows, uh, Daniel Zarek and team. I use uh, Arrows for our onboarding. It has dramatically simplified the customer communication and onboarding for these accounts of this size, where there's still a certain amount of touch. I would say medium touch to low touch. 
uh, used to be high touch. If it weren't for that tool, I think it'd be a lot more stressful. But what I'm saying is we're not even building custom software and features for these people. We're just doing configuration. So there's a world where we get to self-service in the next six months on 90% of this, you know? Well, you you kind of like you did something that they would have to build custom themselves right which was kind of like the hurdle to even get them onboarded but Correct. then you kind of realize that, oh maybe they all want the same if we just do it for them <laughs> that's right that's right it's this toolkit this marketing site that we offer that holds the the apps and calculators and exactly like we we now can productize that toolkit where you just get one when you start and count you are basically choosing the apps and calculators to put into it. You get it for 14 days. You connect your CRM, put in your credit card to start a trial. 14 days later, talk to sales to get exact pricing if you want to upgrade or whatever. But I, I don't. I, I, most people are just kind of picking calculators that we already have built. So they're not even building custom ones. But that could be a part of the trial. So I think there's a. I think there's a $500 self-service option in our future, potentially. And that's exciting. It doesn't mean that they go through the whole thing without us talking to them. But like they could onboard themselves is what I'm trying to say. Like maybe 80% of the way. And, you know, then we hire somebody to like do that last bit of touch and, and whatnot. But it's not like what I'm doing now where everything's kind of, again, manual configuration, right? We can productize that. You, sh- you shared another thing with me. Um, that I think would be nice to kind of get on the record as well here. But, mm. um, you know, like the the worry here is like, okay, you're really good at selling. People are buying this, but is it actually providing the value? And are, oh, yeah. you know, are, are people going to churn or is it actually working? <laughs> yeah. Um, but you shared the numbers. You basically shared that one of your customers have had been like um, sending paid traffic to yes. the summit resource uh the calculator yeah. resource page mm-hmm. yeah exactly and we and it worked and what i mean by worked is their marketing team can literally look at cells in a grid their 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 marketing dashboard their numbers their kpis and go these numbers are better <laughs> like we're getting more conversions for less money and we're collecting more data than if we did this without Summit. And you're like, that's Like way more, right? Oh, oh, yeah. It's like multiple times more. Like, I don't want to go on record with the number of times more because maybe I'm not understanding the data just right, but let's just say it's more than a 2x improvement in performance. That, and, you know, it's hard to get 2x performance. Marketing is a very cutthroat market with marginal gains and incremental improvements for the most part. To go into a space like marketing and say, here's a 100% lift on anything, is kind of, it's like, that's worth it. Like, people are sitting there going like, I don't know, it's like a 5% improvement, a 10% improvement, that's like amazing. We're like, this is a 100% improvement at least. It's insane. Yeah, and just to like, kind of like, say the obvious thing here is like, if the sales pitch is working, and people are able to see the value, mm-hmm. and then the product is also delivering that value, and yeah. there's like proof. It's like 
no, this will work. You know, this business will work. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like once we get them in, they don't just fall out the other side. Now they could because of other reasons, but if we successfully onboard them, if they successfully adopt the product, if, 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 there is value there that happens for them. And that's even just like the first couple people throwing spaghetti at the wall, if you will, and not necessarily using it in the best and most perfect way. That's just like our first sort of, our first runs, if you will, are working. And, you know, again, maybe we'll find out that there's something special about them or whatever, but I I don't think, I don't think so. I think they just did what we asked them to do and it worked. So they're not going to cancel anytime soon. Um, and that, like you said, that gives you that feeling of like you pull that blanket up over your shoulders at night and you just tuck yourself in because you're like, okay, you know, there's no like monster hiding in the closet that's going to like, you know, kill this business in six months when people are like, oh, this stupid thing you sold me doesn't work or, you know, all those things. It's like they might upset, you know, they might buy more or they might, they're going to tell people about it or we'll do a case study or something, you know, like yeah, this is... This is fan the flames kind of stuff. And what I love about the marketing yeah. use case is like, oh, they're about they're all about numbers. You know, you live and die by numbers. So like if if it works, you got the numbers <laughs> for that, you know? Yeah. And the thing we're does, paying you a thousand dollars a month for that's giving us all these leads, like Yeah. Uh, is there a way we can pay you more and get more leads? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's like every marketer's dream. It's like Yeah. Can we do more of this? <laughs> does it scale? How can we put this in more places exactly? And right now with our current pricing model, and I don't have plans to change this anytime soon, but we're charging a flat platform fee. We're charging based on more features. And we have a really good line of sight on more features we can build for people to upgrade them. But what's nice about charging for features as opposed to like contacts or leads is the more they use it, the more they amortize the cost, right? So... We're just letting them spread that cost out over all those leads and say, yeah, we're paying, you know, an extra 10 cents per lead because we use Summit, but we're getting all these more leads. And if we use it for more people, we're paying 9 cents a lead or whatever. So if they want to look at it that way, we're letting them spread that COGS out across, you know, a very large, you know, basically amortize that COGS across all their uh, funnel. So... That's nice. And then their usage, people, when they're starting to use it, if you squint, it's pretty easy to see the roadmap is like, oh, they want to spend more time in our product looking at these numbers, looking at these contacts, sorting them, filtering them, linking them to their CRM. It almost has like a knock on wood, like intercom kind of vibe where you go to intercom, there's like a table of your contacts. You can sort them, filter them, look at how many times they've been, you know, in your app, how many times they've chatted with you, that kind of stuff. We have marketers now who are in Summit often enough that it makes sense to like improve the GUI for them where they're kind of in Summit to run their business, right? Like it's a, it's sticky in that sense, which right. is which is great. And I don't think they even thought that at first. They're like, oh, we're never going to use this. We're just going to feed the data into whatever. Now they're in there going like, oh, look, we can see what people are doing. You know, it's like, it's it's hard to want to lose that at this point. So that's that's also good for retention. So yeah, man, I, I it's crazy, dude. We had to we had to pull off quite the thing, and it happened. And um, 
I'm going to be on a podcast. I got invited to be on a podcast to talk about it, uh, which is exciting. Um, potentially get on the SAS Academy podcast here soon, Dan Martell and company, to talk about this uh, product market fit discovery. So it's a fun story to share. Good marketing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first time. That's so, amazing. Yeah. Yeah, man. So thanks for letting me start. Feels good to share all that and, you know, give users or give listeners, geez, give listeners like this. <laughs> Give listeners like this kind of catch up if you haven't been following or, or zoned out until now. That's the roller coaster. Yeah. yeah. I'm more and more thinking this is going to be released eventually. I think so. I think so. I think it'll be an awesome thing to release around Q4. Like, hey, just in time for the holidays. If you want to if you want to listen to some cool stories, uh, here you go. I, I, actually, I don't know. Once we get an editor to, to work on this, we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll package it up. So anyway. Um, how the heck are you doing, man? I think I think you have some good news too. Yeah, I've been on a high note as well. It's um, yeah, I'm just really finding my groove after Sweet. all this like stuff that I've been working through, and um, there's still I will say on the personal front, there's a lot of stuff in my life right now that's really hard, both mm. like family stuff, like extended family stuff, and. And just like having a seven month pregnant wife and a topper at the same time. And wow. Um, yeah. Seven months. But already. then with my, um, like the work setup I had right now and kind of like where I'm at in my mind right now, it's, uh, it goes together well and, um, I feel good about things. And I kind of like, I've been feeling for a while that I, kind of like was out of sync with everyone because I could just tell from DMs that people didn't really know what I was up to. Mm. I just hadn't been sharing much. And I think I talked about that last time we recorded as well, but I decided to write a a big blog post, just kind of sharing everything like with the reform, all the stuff I've been working through, uh, but tailwind, like the new gig that I have there and just like family stuff and even give an update on the podcast. Mm -hmm. So I kind of revived my old personal website and um nice and released that and it was pretty almost overwhelming (laughs) the response um it's been a while since i've had that many likes and comments and dms and stuff and uh, yeah i think the tweet got like twenty thousand impressions something like that and it also got multiple thousands impressions on linkedin i think and just kind of like connected me to a bunch of people I hadn't talked to in a while because they were like, hey, this sounded hard, but it sounds amazing that you kind of worked your way through it and I'm excited for you. And yeah, and it just felt good to kind of like get everything out there. So I didn't really have to hide anything Mm. when I was sharing updates and stuff. It's like now I can kind of start like being more public again because everyone has the context they need to even understand what I'm talking about. You don't have to wear a mask or you don't have to like try to explain why you appear one way in one context right. another in another. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. One of the things I said is like, I felt like I was like a fake CEO of a fake startup mm. because people thought maybe it was going better with reform than it was or mm-hmm. that I was working on it full time, but it's like, I was not working on it full time. I didn't even get a salary. So like how much of a CEO am I, you know? Mm. And, um, I just yeah. kind of felt good to, because I'm not raising money and I'm not like, you know, um, I'm not out there selling my story for, um, you know, the, the amazing growth that a reform is going to have. So um, 
it felt nice to like just kind of um, mm. say what's up, and then I can be more um, transparent, I guess, mm-hmm. which I didn't feel like I could before. Yeah, so that nice. was good. And then um, the other thing is I killed the free plan. I don't think I talked about that, or maybe I did when we recorded last time. But I, um, yeah, I just decided to nuke that. I I was looking for an excuse to do it because it was causing a lot of abuse and it was just kind of annoying me. And then, I, so this turned it into the second blog post that I released a day after the other one. Um, but I... I was on a walk in the forest and and I, and I wrote to you and Derek about it because I just had this thought that I couldn't get out of my head and I literally had to like find like a little hill so I could get reception on my phone because I'm in the forest and try to pull down our MRR chart from chart mogul and hold it up against like the, the, the launch tweet for the free plan and I realized that like what was obvious is like there was a very strong correlation between having a free plan and reform plateauing. <laughs> Yeah, and it was hard to see at first because we did have a lot of growth um, in the first few months of having the free plan actually but um, the reason for that I think is one we had a very successful product hunt launch where we were part the the second product on product hunt and like Mm -hmm. the fourth or the fifth of the week or something um, which caused like obviously a big spike and then the other thing was we did a massive deal last summer where we basically gave the product for like six months of like um month the monthly price we gave it gave an annual plan basically mm-hmm. which also cost a huge spike at that point so but once you started to like uh, annotate the chart with like the different dates it was pretty obvious that it, it the freemium had something to do with the plateau so um I guess I had the excuse I needed <laughs> to get rid yeah. of it <laughs> so um I nuked it and then Previously, we had a seven-day trial from when you kind of like activated, um, put in your credit card. You still had seven days. Um, mm-hmm. And I I didn't reintroduce that. I didn't really feel like I had to. And then also I took our $25 pro plan and increased the price to $35 mm. and went to bed on a Sunday night. And I woke up the next morning and someone had paid $350. Fifty dollars for the annual plan. That's so like, awesome! Wait, what? Wait. <laughs> and then that day Sounds... we got four in total. We got four customers. It's fantastic. And I was like, "What happened?" That's so, that's so awesome. And yeah, so it was crazy. Like, um, like the easiest way to describe it is like when when I look at our six month um, growth rate. In the past six months, we've grown into a total of fifteen percent. The MRR. But when I look at the last 30 days, we've grown 13%. It's amazing. So basically, 13 out of those 15% happened in the last 30 days. Mm. (laughs) Which is like how it looks when you're finally like breaking out a a plateau, right? It's like Mm -hmm. the the six months chart is like almost the same as the 30-day chart. So great. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's been pretty wild. Um, April was almost our best best month um the the month we launched on product hunt the first time where we the you know product of the week we um we we our mrr grew one dollar more than this month (laughs) ah come on yeah (laughs) exactly (laughs) yeah 
that's how it goes it's still the yeah. best month that's fair enough yeah yeah <laughs> it's great so um yeah the the price increase and the um, not having freemium obviously huge deal yeah and um it's may 2nd today and when i woke up this morning we had another 50 dollars in mr um so may is off to a good start as well it's fantastic yeah and i don't know man like the weather is better churn is low uh mr is growing like i don't really have much to complain about i guess Life is good as a SaaS founder. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Just, so like that's one part. I did. I, someone DM'd me today, and they were like, "Haha, you kicked out everyone!" And like you, they were saying like, "You saved all the good stuff until you kicked everyone else out." Huh? Um, and it's just a funny way to see it because the way I th- I see it is like, no, I did a bunch of work, you know, and and got to a point where it started to make sense for me to even work on reform where there was like finally like an economic incentive for me to work on it mm-hmm. and that worked you know now i'm exactly. actually excited to like experiment with stuff and and spend time on it and talk about it on twitter and stuff like that and what a, and also, what a st- like what a stupid framing too because you didn't kick anything no, I did not. You, and, you did not. And the other, <laughs> right? Yeah. And the other, yeah. That's the other part about that. It's like this is really exciting because I have moved, you know, the entire company into a position where it could make sense for me to have it as a small, you know, part-time project right. or a solo project. And there, it's like a huge win. Like when you think about it, um, we grew three hundred fifty dollars um, in the last month or something like that Mm -hmm. and when you turn that like if you if if you turn that into like arr and then into like whatever like selling multiple like it's like okay yeah this is like can turn into a lot of money over time yeah but when you look at you know um what would be in it for investors at that point it's like still not interesting at all Mm -hmm. and that was the whole problem it's like this is like the way this has turned out is like this could be a really big win for me personally, but it's probably never going to be a big win for investors the way they, because they invested in branch in a different vision. And now it's reform and it just didn't really make sense. And that's why some of them left and some of them didn't really, you know, um, or kind of like allowed me to uh, renegotiate my liquidity preferences and stuff like that. So, yeah, it's just like. That's- Aligning yeah. incentives <laughs> works, and yeah, people who don't know things are going to say dumb things. It's okay, right? That's yeah. another way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> you know things, and 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 your investors know things, and that's what matters. And uh, no one's upset about what's happening now. We're all very happy for you, and and uh, all all interests are aligned. It's actually you fi- you took it upon yourself to fix a situation where interests were not aligned and investors you know many some of the investors investors had the choice as to whether or not they thought that this was a good thing for you and them and everybody you know people did what they're going to do so um and by the way tiny seed is still an investor uh right so you know uh, anyway all we have to do is know some things to not say stupid things but you know some people don't don't want to learn anything they just want to make their little comments so whatever uh but i'm happy for you man that's i I love seeing the 
you know, I don't want to say resurrection because you weren't dead, but the revitalization, like the, the energy, the, the surge and like seeing those sales come in, you know, seeing that chart, seeing that plateau get broken. That's, it's exciting. Yeah. Um, and, also, and actually like, I want to add one, things, I want, yeah, right. I want to add one comment to that. You broke it in a way that wasn't a one-time push. You didn't do a thing, get some interest and get some deals. You changed something fundamental about, your business model, which is you shifted it from freemium to not. And that makes me think that like that little growth is going to be, it's going to continue, right? It's not like you just did a one-time push and you got some sales. Like if you're right. I could tell like from some of the messages I got that that, that's what some people thought because they were like, they basically assumed that it was the existing customers. I haven't touched any of the existing customers yet. They're still Mm -hmm. all paying the same they were paying before or even using it for free. So um, basically what's the word for that in real estate? There's like a word for um, when you buy a property and there's like, uh, you know, people renting it, but they're not paying as much as you could charge them. Oh so yeah. Like a potential there. I don't remember the word for it, but there, there's a word it's for like it in ex- real estate. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of like know. if you, if you buy a property and you could like increase the rent 10%, you'd normally like pay something for that, you know? Right. Right. Yeah, there's an arbitrage or there's an extraction or, or you know, there's, yeah. there's some you can do, um, but that's not what you some did. Some value there. Yeah, anyways. <laughs> but I, I, you you know, I still have that, you know, yeah, opportunity yeah. if I want that's to. It's still there if you want to, but that's yeah. not the no, source this is of a, this. Just, this yeah. is just like the flow of people coming to reform and like mm-hmm. the conversion rates and stuff like that has just changed. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. The other thing I just wanted to say quickly is like, you know... um, the the stuff I worked out with my investors um, happened in a way that I'm still you know on good terms with everyone, and one of them, um, when when we you know sorted out everything, he was like, you know, I was like feeling bad because he lost money in a sense, and he was like, yeah, let me know if you take funding uh, another time, you know, <laughs> mm. which is like, um, just kind of awesome, yeah. I think that's a good yeah. sign first. And then also it's like, yeah, like if reform turned into like the next type form, no one's saying that I can't take on investments again. Like this. N- exactly. It's just right now it was, it made more sense for them to kind of get out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and exactly. It made more sense for me as well. And uh, yeah, but anyways, <laughs> that's I, true. Um, if reform starts to take off and you're like, I want money, you could literally, the investors that invested previously would be no less interested just because of what it's happened. just an like, asset there's no, basically there's no, it was exactly. worth it wasn't worth very much so they were willing to yeah. let me buy it back at a low price otherwise they That's would right. have kept it because that was an option that was on the table that they could just keep it exactly exactly good stuff man you did the hard yeah. work and so i'll talk off. quickly about my next trick <laughs> yeah <laughs> i'm yeah. Uh, working on a really big feature um we call it a, well, I think the kind of like the public name for it is going to be incomplete responses. Mm. We call it partial submissions, kind of like the technical term for it. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's something that we, we had a PR for it that we started working on two years ago that I redid a couple months ago because I had an idea for it in the shower, that, like an easier way to do it. But then it was mm-hmm. just sort of like a prototype. But now with all this stuff behind me, I kind of like felt... Like I had the energy to actually like take that, you know, and actually make it work. And 
so I, I basically shipped yesterday, I think, the the backend part for handling all that. So basically what it means is like if you have a form with multiple pages, previously reform only s stored the data when you got to the last page because it's just basically one form split up across multiple pages. But now we store each page submission in the database. And... Um, the more mm -hmm. pages you have, the lower conversion or completion rate you have in your form is just how it works. Um, mm -hmm. The longer time it, time it takes to fill out the form, the bigger risk that someone just like don't want to do it or the phone rings or whatever can happen in yeah. someone's life. Yep. And um, But with this feature, basically, you could put the email on the first page and then it doesn't really matter how far they get. You can still see that they were interested. So... We've started to collect that data in the background. I just checked. We had already had like 50 submissions that weren't finished. Some of them were, you know, probably not very interesting. But some of them were like, you know, people who were like halfway in applying for a job or filling out like an onboarding form for a service and then just didn't mm -hmm. finish it. And, it, you know, you know, maybe there's, they had to change a diaper. You know, <laughs> There's two directions this can go too, right? One is you can you can share that fact with... And, and you have to be, you know, may, maybe the person who was half done, like, wasn't sure about their answers yet, and they don't want that other person to see it. However, you can also offer a service to the form provider that says, would you like me to send them a note that says, come finish your application? You know, like, they're not going to review it until it's submitted, but come finish it. Like, don't forget to finish it. And like that kind yeah. of little call to action reminder could be hugely valuable. Right. I do think like if you go th if you go to a company's website and start filling out their job application process that spans across multiple pages, it's not surprising to you that they can see that you started doing that. That's right. Yeah. Um, but until it's finished, they it, can't review it or, you know, whatever, yeah. No, but like when you when you fill out a page with like your personal mm -hmm. information and then click submit on that page or like click next or something on a big button, it's like Mhm. Mm yeah, you sent yeah, yeah. that I don't think it's you know, surprising. to the server yeah. and then you yeah, went to the next thing. The if it goes to the server, someone else has it too. And in this case, you're yeah. applying for something. So I think I just think what I'm trying to say is you as Reform are now in a nice situation of being between the two where you can help both of them get what they yeah. want, right? Yeah, and, and, and yeah. basically, so like now I need to build the front end part of this, which kind of like will determine what version of what you just described it's going to be. But but basically, uh, it's already started to collect the data. So once I hopefully have a front end for this in like in a couple of weeks, there's already going to be stuff there for people to see. And mm -hmm. and it's going to say like, hey, uh, for this form, three people didn't finish. And then mm. it's going to be on the pro plan uh, <laughs> if you want to see that, basically, because that's going to be... Yeah. Um, a paid feature or a more paid, <laughs> a premium feature to mm. uh, have access to that abandoned form data, basically. Mm. And uh, I think there's some uh, MRR hidden in, in that feature as well. And I'm excited oh, to yeah. see how that kind of turns out. I just, that... It's just an endless opportunities. Like we could, they could, you could literally just be at like a button to like, hey, send it to them again and ask them to finish it. So helpful. Or even automate that, you know? That feature... Do that after one day. Do that after three yeah. days. Yep. That feature is at 
what I would call like the edge of your core product and the edge or the beginning of some other solution, which is some pocket of value that is probably five times to 10 times more valuable than what you have right now. Like that feature in the context of your core product is like, that's cool. But in the context of like a job application or something like that, like a solution for a use case that is, you know, more important than the the median case, the, the generic case, in that context, that features five times the value, 10 times the value. So I'm not saying that's enough to charge five or 10 times more, but what I'm saying is you will now start to hear from people who appreciate that feature. They'll give you a list of like three other things that they wish you had. Yeah. Now you bundle those up and you put a $200 price tag on it and they go, that's fantastic, right? Because you've solved this workflow, right? Which is... It's not a generic yeah. Like, thing just anymore, think about right? it. Like, if if you're um, if you're Summit and you have like a lead form on your website, mm-hmm. and and all of a sudden, like, you start to realize, oh, someone with like, you know, a Microsoft.com email address <laughs> started filling out our lead intake form, but they didn't finish it. Yep. Like, maybe we should reach out to them. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, and. Don't let it dangle, you know, and have a process for following up with them after a certain amount of time or give them time to finish it or send them reminders, you know, actually, I'd prefer if they finished it in the first, that would be ideal, right? My, my ideal yeah. case is they finish it, but then if they don't, you know what? And the fact that you could allow me to kind of create a series of, you know, create a workflow around that that says, if they don't finish, first do this, then after a certain amount of time, if they don't finish it, do this. Dude, you're doing you know you're doing a lot more now for me than just being a form. You're you're doing the work yeah. around the form that is valuable. And Typeform, they don't do this, and the reason they don't is because on each page you just have one question, and you don't really submit it. You just kind of go to the next question. Hmm. So in their Subtle. case, it would be weird um, because you haven't yeah. really like the, the way Typeform works is. It's pages, but it's really just like, it's almost like it's just zooming in on each field, Mm. putting that field in focus. Whereas in Reform, it's like, it's literally a page with like multiple fields and a big submit button at the, you know, at the bottom of the page. Yep. So it's just different, kind of like what you expect when you're filling out a form. So they don't do it and it's, it's hard for them to do it. They would need like some sort of consent for this. Get after it, man. <laughs> yeah, so this is exciting. Yeah. And just in general, like, I am, I don't have a lot of time these days, but the time I do have, I'm like excited to spend on big stuff like this. It's nice. And, and one thing like I've, it's that's hard for me to describe, but uh, it's like when the, the, the revenue was like at a plateau, mm-hmm. it was... I felt like I needed to do a work a lot on the business. Otherwise, I felt like I was failing. Mm-hmm. And I was stressed out about it because I needed to save it. But now um, it's working a little better um, at like the level I needed to work. Mm-hmm. And because it's that's like the baseline for the past like 30 days or something, mm-hmm. then I'm less stressed about adding new stuff. Um, I still want to like keep the momentum but as long as I can just like, I, it feels more like instead of like turning something around, it feels more like I just need to improve stuff and make it better and add, that's right. you know, 
and and it it's much more like um you know when you when you have like okay i have four hours now to work on this yeah it's more um okay like you know what can i chew off in four hours yeah what can i make better it's very different than how do I get this? Okay, how can I to fix work? this business in four hours? Exactly. Probably, exactly. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I don't know, man. Uh, I probably can't, you know, so let's yeah. do something else. <laughs> exactly. That's great. Cool, man. This is a good episode. Yeah. Feels good. Yeah. Well, we can't I wait agree. to see what anvils fall on us tomorrow, but hey, we're going to enjoy it while it lasts. Karma yeah. sucks. <laughs> to be continued, maybe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right, man. Cool. See ya. Good to chat. See ya. Bye for now. Good to chat. <laughs>